Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Emekis podcast. We are coming to you live as we do every Wednesday night, usually around 9.30 Central. We're running a little late tonight, but we do have a full panel of pundits with us this evening, so we should have a, a really good show tonight. I'm looking forward to it, as I always uh, look forward to doing this uh, show and every other show that we do here on the Cantina Emekis podcast. You can listen to this edition live on YouTube, which I think we'll be posting the number for you to... We can have some interaction, or you can comment on our live YouTube page. And, of course, you can listen to this and previous editions of our Cantina Mickey's podcast on iTunes or the Podcast Center on the Google as well. My name is John Jagu. Thank you very much for joining us. I am actually not in Austin tonight. I am up north in Waco uh, doing some uh, private school broadcasts of their soccer tournament uh, looking forward to uh, finishing that up tomorrow I have three games the girls play tomorrow we had the boys today we have girls tomorrow so uh, if you uh, live in Texas and you have Spectrum Sports uh, be sure to tune in and watch that so uh, let us know how we did but like I said we do have a full panel of of pundits with us tonight uh, looks like the whole gang is here so we should have a lot of fun as we always do in the Cantina and Mickey's podcast and uh, we will be posting the number here shortly for you guys to interact with us. But of course you can always chat with us on the chat section over on YouTube. So thanks again for joining us. With us this evening, as we have every Wednesday night, we have a distinguished panel of guests. And I'm going to start over in Kyle, Texas, with our technical director, the man who pushes all the buttons and makes all this happen. Of course I'm talking about Albert El Chiquis Campa. Albert, good evening. Thanks for joining us this evening. Hey, what's up, everybody? Glad to be here. And uh, the number for you to dial, uh, Albert, you've just posted it as a 724. Now write this number down. 724-707-3826. And when they ask you for a PIN, you will put in 13118. That number again, 724-707-3826. And our PIN, one three. One one eight. Now, Albert, last week you were in Milpitos. Did you did you survive Mil- Milpitos? Uh, I did survive. Uh, yeah. It's actually Milpitas, so whatever. Well, that... <laughs> I mean, the you know, in English they pronounce it, you know, Mil- 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 Milpitas. So, I mean, that that to me sounds like Milpitos. So it sounds it just feels like it would be, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it would be Milpitos. So, so you did survive Milpitos. That's it's like a thousand pitos in the Bay Area. Yeah, well, that's that, that's what milpitos means, Fernando. You're absolutely right. You're, uh, I should have a little, a little, a little bell to give you like a little gold star when you uh, when you say something. But uh, otherwise, I don't have a gold star. But what I do have is a release the kraken. So, over in uh, Surprise, Arizona, it's in the middle of spring training. You have a lot of baseball teams there in uh, in Arizona right now, Fernando. So I'm sure that uh, things are probably a little more hectic than they normally are. Now, do you go to any spring training games, or, or do you just abhor baseball and, and don't want anything to do with it? You know, I used to watch baseball with my father, and I told him that I'm going to take him one of these days, but unfortunately, it hasn't happened. No? No, but I haven't gone yet. No. But I so, out, out of the like the 30 games that there are a day, you, you decided that, that, that you can't be bothered to attend, like, not even one of them? Just the busy Mexican, man. It's during the daytime when I'm working, you know? What is the uh, what is the closest stadium to your to your domicile? It's, like, literally, like, 10 minutes. Well, I understand, but okay. I guess I might. I should rephrase the question. Who 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 plays? Like, who's who's quote unquote home stadium is the is the oh, closest to where you live? I have no idea. I just know that they play games at this surprise stadium, <laughs> but oh. I really don't know. I I haven't really kept up. 
But so I know it, the o- Oakland A's are are in town, like in Scottsdale, and I don't know who else is here really. Now I'm looking at your at your at your PyCon, uh, Fernando, your avatar. Is that is that Omar Bravo in in that picture? No, that's um um it's about about uh, Paulo Briga, uh, Aguilar. I don't know what's going on with my voice today, but uh, I put that on there as soon as he scored that goal versus the United States when they uh, beat them in the Confederations Cup. I don't. It was like a. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's that's Omar Bravo. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not no. Gonna lie to you. <laughs> no, that's a. Uh, that, that's that's Paul yeah. Fernando. Now the, the last, you know, you haven't been calling, and and, and we figured it was because Monterrey wasn't uh, wasn't playing particularly well, but they've kind of turned the corner. You must be very happy with how your your pandilla is doing. We even tried to rattle you with uh, with a little tuca, a little tuca picture, but it didn't it didn't phase you. You're you're, you're still hanging in there. Are you, are you still on the Fuera Mohammed uh, train, or or, or 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 have you gotten off? Or have you gotten off at the station? Uh, that's that's on hold right now. The 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 jury will yeah. be out at the end of the season. <laughs> you you've put a you've put a moratorium on on, on the Fuera Mohammed. Yeah. Because of the because you know like like we talk about anytime that there's three wins in a row, it's the it's like the ring of regeneration. It it, it changes your fortunes in Liga MX. It makes you go from fifteenth to third in a span of uh, of of well three games. So congratulations uh, uh, to you, Fernando, for your pandilla doing well. And Thank hopefully you. they will uh, continue to do well as we progress through the season. And, of course, it's always a pleasure to have you on, Fernando. Thank you, sir. Over in Escondido, California, a gentleman who, I'm not going to lie, was probably pretty sad about uh, about noon on, on Sunday there in California after after watching the Santos just uh, – not really, uh, not really show up there in Mexico City. It looks like it's one of their trouble places. They had a graphic, uh, Dan, that said that, San, that it, it said Santos sucks in Seoul. Of course, I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what it said. They just they just don't win there. So I guess he probably didn't have a have t- a too high hopes of of, of of getting a win over in uh, in Seoul, but uh, they did lose two to one. I don't know if I was expecting a loss, um, but I wasn't surprised by it. No, but uh, no. I mean, it happens. Losing, lo- hopefully, maybe that maybe they'll, they'll they'll turn it around and get an actual win. You know, and the worst part for them was they had a, a really good chance to tie, and 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 they 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 missed they missed the opportunity to tie, and 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 on the very next counter, I guess the very next possession that Pumas had, the possession resulting from that miss, Pumas ends up getting the second goal, and and they, you know, for for all intents and purposes, seal the game, and and, and that was that. Yeah, I've been like uh, Hawaii lately and just not watching games, unfortunately. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, I, now uh, don't turn into a self-loathing Santos fan. We can't. We can't have that. We we have enough self-loathing on this show. We 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 can't. You know, Hawaii self-loathes enough for like all of us. So you know, we don't want to. We don't want to. Uh, we don't want you to jump on that train, Dan. It is. It is natural for me, though. We love you too, well, you are, well, It's natural for a lot of us. Let's <laughs> let, let's be honest. <laughs> But, we uh, like to go into that dark place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of darkness on, on this panel when 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 things don't go particularly well for for our teams. I do understand. But it's always a pleasure to have you on, Dan. And uh, I'm sure Santos. Thank will you. Turn pleasure. I'm sure they'll turn. Pleasure's all mine. I'm sure they will. Uh, now, Dan, you, you you are so committed to the Cantina and Mickey's podcast that you that you that you brave the 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 frigid winter conditions in Escondido to 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 join us outside on your patio. That is that is commendable. Yeah, it's it's, it's it, was a, it was a chilly eighty degrees today. 
<clears throat> I hope I hope you took a sweater. I hope you took a sweater. You know what, man? I always take a sweater. I I, uh, I don't know. I think I'm a sweater guy, sweater kind of guy. But I, I leave early, so it's always a little a little chilly in the morning. I understand. So I gotta I gotta dress in layers and just you know slowly rip them off as the day progresses. Well, but we, uh, uh, but gr- great to be here, guys. Um, well, we're, to be we're on another show. We're very happy to have you on, Dan. And of course, uh, l- like I mentioned, we do uh, have uh, a number for y'all to call here in the Cantina MX podcast seven two four seven seven three eight two six. Yes, sir. Yes, please. Yeah, just one thing about Santos. Uh, just because um, I'm sure it's not going to take up any more time, but uh, one good positive is that you know after the the under twenty qualifiers. Um, you know, it looks like some of these players are, are going to be getting some minutes. Um, so, you know, there is a silver lining, even though they lost. Uh, Antuna got his his debut. So, slowly, these kids are getting um, um, working their way into the lineup. So, hopefully, by the end of the season, hopefully, they're a um, little bit more uh, cohesive and and able to able to get some more Ws. So, I'm, I'm still like a still a hopeful that. that uh, I'm just happy that 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 they're that these kids are getting a chance. We can uh, we can we can only hope for you that uh, that things turn out for Santos. Now it looks like it would it would probably behoove uh, Chepo, uh, uh, Chep as uh, as we like to call him to go ahead and play uh, play Ronaldo instead of instead of the structure you have right now because uh, I mean he missed some. He missed some pretty gigantic opportunities in that Pumas game, so maybe you know maybe, maybe which maybe, one, uh, Furch? Yeah, Furch, Furch, the guy that you were defending um, during the Copa last weekend. Who me personally? The, yeah, no, that was that's were... Joel. Joel is on the on the Furch. He, he's fully on the on the on the Furch train. Yeah, I was. I was at least hopeful because like what I saw what he did with Veracruz was impressive. But like, yeah, he's 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 been disappointing so far. I know he's still relatively new and. Well, Still he scored only halfway through the season. Copa. Yeah, so great. We need goals in league games. You need to get some wins, is what you need, because uh, ties uh, ties aren't going to cut it. So hopefully, uh, you know, we we we've seen that before from uh, from our friend Mister De La Torre, as far as results. Well, they've uh, they've they've gotten in the habit of getting a goal and then immediately um, giving up a goal. It seems yeah, to be their 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 pattern lately, where is, they score is that a goal not, and just the, the, does that not fit into the plans of winning? Is, is is giving up a goal immediately after after you score? It's it's extremely frustrating when you see the team play so organized um, through most of the game, and it's just these little momentary blips where they 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 lose that concentration or they lose that focus and just give up the goal. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's been. Uh, been a little frustrating with all the ties in and now with the with the with the loss so no more undefeated teams well let's hope that that doesn't uh you know doesn't that doesn't bring you down for the rest of this podcast we need, we need you to be strong throughout the entire podcast no 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 i'm i'm um i'm enjoying a nice uh tangerine ipa um and then i'll, I'll switch it up to, to whiskey so I'm, I'm i'm good i was very boring i only had i only had those equis with me so it's a not, not, not mine. Boy, I am in Waco, so it's uh, you know, what are you gonna do? It's the San Diego craft beer scene has uh, ruined my palate for regular beer now. Really? Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll drink a lot of beer and just like, man, 
I'm like, it doesn't taste like much anymore. They had craft beer here in Waco, and, and I'll be honest, I, I was scared. I, I don't want to touch it, but uh, that, that's a topic for another day. We do have to introduce the rest of our panel. Yes, I'm sorry. That That's quite all right. I know that you, you probably feel a little cathartic getting all your all, all your Santos angst out. You probably don't get a chance to, to talk to your wife or your, no. or your, or your, your, your kids. Are probably, you know, they might listen, but, you know, they're not going to offer any 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 advice or compassion so so we do understand now now over in uh in in south los angeles we have with us joel aceves who who joins us uh one of the uh one of the featured columnists for Mex nation of course in addition to some of the other uh many 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 jobs that uh, mr aceves has he also takes the time to join us here in the cantina mx podcast uh, fresh off a chivas win and not only a chivas win but a chivas copa mx win where it went to penalties, and Chivas, not only did they win the penalty, but Alan Pulido actually scored his penalty kick, even though he wasn't one of the five, the the, the original five that took penalty kicks. But, Joel, uh, how how is the self-loathing going? Are, are you are, are you in a happy place right now, or, or, or are you still waiting for the, for the, for the other shoe to drop? No, I'm, you know, it's, it's good to see the team uh, racking up wins, except I did. I think it rustled with the whole super literato. It's it's you embarrassing, know? isn't it? It, 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 it? When 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 somebody does that, it's the media, man. They you and they repeat it, so I, I you start hearing all these other people claiming, and, and it's like how are these super leaders? They're tied in points with Pachuca, and in sec, third place, second, third place is like sixteen points. But they got more goals Pumas, than ever, man. No, 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 but hold on for now. I'm explaining to you. I'm explaining to you what happened here. Uh, and then, and then, Pumas, we are in seventh. They're only three points from from Chivas. Right. I mean, I mean, why 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 are they calling it a super liderato? And it's this goes back to when um because when is Liga MX used to no Pern <laughs> get a pen, dude. You can take notes. Uh, Liga MX used to have groups. And the top, I think it was the top two or the top three te- teams were qualified to the playoffs. So each group had their own leader. And the super leader was was leader of their group and overall leader. That's right. And they did and so, away with that about, like, was it five or six years ago when they finally got rid of all the groups? So Because it, it never really meant anything to be in a group. They just, they just assigned teams into a group. They didn't play each other twice or anything like that. They were just in groups. So yeah. sometimes groups would be really yeah it was uh, it was kind of uh, kind of pointless but but Joel, we, you know we, we, we can't uh, we, we we can't say goodbye to you at least at least right now without just giving you just a little <laughs> and I have noticed uh, Joel, that that they, they do seem to play uh, a little more of the Guadalajara I guess I don't know if it's because I watch more because uh, I have to admit I do enjoy watching Chivas play because I think that they play a very uh, a very entertaining brand of soccer, but they are they are incorporating some of the more traditional, you know, what I would consider Guadalajara esque chants and songs and and, and ways to, to to get the oh in the stadium to get the fans going in the stadium. I think it's yeah. great. I think it's great. I mean, I don't know how many times I heard this the other day. So you know, it's a. Uh, it's good, and, and, and hopefully it'll keep it. But you're right, though. I mean, they, they haven't done anything. I mean, we're only halfway through the season. Uh, you know, Chivas has – I mean, I think somebody posted that out of 
however many weeks or whatever it's been for the, since the last time they won the title. They, they, you know, this is something that they that they do on a somewhat regular basis. Yet they haven't won anything. So it's like, it's like you've caught the ball at the five and you think you're getting ready to score. So you're going to go ahead and, and like pre-spike to celebrate the touchdown that you possibly might score in the next few plays. Well, and and you know, for the Copa MX game, I saw something that I think it's been an issue with Almeida, where he hasn't learned how to control games. And especially at home, which I think that that's one of the main, you know, if you want to win the league title, then you have to be stronger at home. And and Chivas has been a team that they either failed to beat teams that are 10 with 10 players or. Or give up or, two goal leads. Or, yeah, and, and they were doing it to Correcaminos, which I have to mention, uh, they had Ever, Ever Guzman. Who was, you know? He scored the equalizer last night, and then Jaime Ordiales was was celebrating like he just won the he, World Cup. Yeah, Ordiales used to be. Yeah, so there's a lot of info to that. First, Ever Guzman was part of the um, under 17, the one World Cup. He was the only professional player at the time. Yeah, and some people were. Yeah, he was even wearing the number 10, and there was people that were saying he was going to be better than uh, than Bella. And he, you know, he was right up there with Gio as potential goals, and then he he just disappeared after that. Yeah, he was with Morelia, and 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 he's actually still he still belongs to Morelia, but he's on loan. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, he's you know he's gone from a team that's fighting for regulation to a team in second division. But think, but you know, we should give a big him contract to have there, John. <laughs> we should give him full credit for his beard, though. He had a really good beard going. Yes, he did. Yeah. He, and 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 with you, as you mentioned. Uh, Ordiales on the sidelines, and it, he looked like he really wanted that win. It would have been a good, you know, it would have been a big middle finger to Chivas. And and the story with Ordiales is he was at Querétaro as, as a GM, and he's they, they he's credited with bringing in Bucetich to to Querétaro, so. So they, they brought him to Chivas for the same role, and they were expecting uh, Busa to follow. So they thought he was going to bring him in, but that that didn't happen because Busa – and then Busa's on record for this, man. He's actually on record for saying he turned down Chivas because he, he, he did not want to work with Jorge Vergara. He, he blames Vergara for getting sacked from the national team. Seems fair. Now I did notice that that that, that Ordiales, I mean, was 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 was, did, was he losing hair during the, during the actual match? Because it seemed like he had more hair at the beginning than than he did at the end. I don't know, man. Could have been that chemo he he battled cancer a few years back. Is is, is that what it was? Okay, so 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 there was a reason why he has like major chunks of hair. Oh, that makes that, that 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 does make a little more sense. Yeah, I mean so, that's also good to see that he he recovered and he's doing what he loves. Like, well, Chivas, uh, you know, they they get to put their Super Liderato to the test this weekend because they have they have a big one. They're 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 going to the Volcan and uh, Chivas uh, historically doesn't particularly play all that well in the Volcan, and uh, they're 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 super hot shot uh, mega goal scorer who has a grand total of two goals. <laughs> this season, Alan Pulido is, is 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 going home. So we'll see how that how that turns out for uh, for Chivas. So we'll uh, we'll discuss that in a little bit more detail a little bit later. Now for 
a man who, who, who needs no interruption but gets one anyway. Now, I'm stuck here at the, at the hotel, uh, Mr. DeLuna, so I'm not sure what's going on with America, but I did see that they were losing 1-0 to uh, Cholos. Have they equalized yet, or is it still 1-0? No, it's, uh, I'm, I'm watching it on my iPad right now. It's one nothing, still Tijuana. Um, it's, kind and, of a sloppy, it's kind of a sloppy game right now. And at what point uh, will, will, will Piojo replace, re- re- replace La Volpe? Is, is that going to happen this season, or is it going to happen next season? Uh, I, you know what? It's tough to know uh, right now. Uh, you know, you know, going back to like you know what's the name Morales when he was there with you know Bauer and stuff like that. One of the things that I never liked about him was that he would cave to media pressure. Ordiales would. No, well, you know that, that whole you know the whole that whole administration would, would cave into to, to pressure. Uh, I haven't really seen. I haven't really seen uh, uh, that really from you know Pelais and stuff like that to to you know where you know they would cave into the media. So I, I mean I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I mean at at this point I I don't see that you know I don't see them caving into pre- you know to pressure. I think I think you know Lavope whether whatever happens is you know. Yeah, and, and Lavope's contract is up at the end of the year, and 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 I, yeah. I personally don't. You know, I I give the chances of him staying with America less than fifty percent, just because that's just who Lavope is. And you know, America is probably going to get to the point where they're going to probably want to put in maybe a younger guy to kind of start building more of a. I want to say a dynasty, but you know, a, a team that. That you know that takes you know over the next you know two or three years, etc. And and, and Lavolpe seems like he's more of a of a win now kind of guy. And if it's not working for him, he's like you know what, it's not, it's not, but, you know, but but he's I mean he's he he is having some faith in some of the younger players. Like last you know last season it was uh, Ed Sunday and and now they have uh, what's his name the Diego Lainez uh, and stuff like that. So. I mean, if, I, I really feel that if he really felt the pressure, he he wouldn't be playing these players. Now, now you're an Americanista. I've heard I've heard different. Now, is 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 it Linus? Is it Linus or is it Linus? Linus. Linus. Oh, Linus. Linus, like Linus from from Peanuts. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's only two wins to get to Super Liderato, so La Volpe is really not that far off. No, he's not. He's not. Yeah. You know, they asked La Volpe about it, and of course, you know, he responded the only way he can. He is jumping on the, uh, on, on the La Volpe. In the Super Lederato bandwagon. That's right. <laughs> well, well he, I mean, if you, if, if you look at the league, there's the, so the, the top teams are with 16 points. And then Cruz Azul has is what like like thirteenth to fourteenth. They have nine points. So there's only there's only like six or seven points separating one from fifteen. It just goes to show you just how much parity there is in Liga MX, and also goes to show you how how big it is when a team like Monterrey, who was down toward the bottom, gets their three game winning streak and they vault yeah. straight up to the top. For for me, if we're gonna use Super Liderato, then you have to have a, a good ten point lead at least. Yeah, and, and, and you're, you're that super leader. Not you're tied in points or, or and, and tied in points. goal differential. 
whole, whole you're rewriting you the know, rules now of what theater means. That's kind of retarded just because you want to knock I on just somebody. explained it earlier why the media uses super liderato, dude. It, it's what's, pretty what's, basic, super, it's pretty what's super about the leader, dude? It's, it's two one, words. You're the leader. One. That's just being the leader. Yeah. But you're, you're adding one. the word super means, means more, dude. Hey, if you're yeah. going to throw super to it. Now, now, Chivas did reach this exalted status by, by beating Toluca 2-0 over the weekend, but they did suffer a <clears throat> uh, what could be a, I'm not going to say a devastating blow, but but a serious blow by, by losing one of their one of their key players in uh, Isaac Onebrizuela. It turns out that he ended up uh, being lost now for three months with a, with a broken bone in his foot from a tackle, a sloppy tackle made by uh, Ruben Sambuesa, who, after realizing that he that he caught the guy on the foot, just decided to go ahead and step on him anyway and ended up turning his ankle going a direction that no one would ever want anybody's ankle to see go. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it, 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 uh, it's going to cost uh, Brizuela a lot of time to get back. He got a straight red, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was uh, 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 Sambuesa was suspended for the rest of the season, as was uh, Rifle Andrade, who did uh, more of a 50-50 kind of challenge against uh, the, the guy in uh, America whose name eludes me at the moment. I believe they're Ecuadorian player. Who was it, uh, uh, Ronnie, that, uh, that, 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 broke, that got her leg broken? What's his name? Uh, Iba, no, what's uh, Ibarra? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Renato, Renato, Renato. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. And then, of course, uh, Chucky Lozano was was chopped down pretty harshly too. Although his uh, injury just looked a lot harder, just looked a lot worse, just because of the fact that there was a big you, hole in his foot. You know, you know what bothered me about that? You know, when you know when Chucky and and what's his name, even Hector Huerta had, you know, when they showed their uh, their uh, their injuries. Uh-huh. You know, but I remember, like, I think, in, in fact, I think we spoke about this. This must have been, like, two seasons ago. I, I don't remember the name of the player for America, but he showed his injury, like, you know, the, you know, the foot. And the press had a field day on him, you know, basically calling him a mighty Oh, when he like, showed his tiny little bruise, that one? You know? Oh, but, gee, oh. When, when he, <laughs> an America player does it. Oh, que pinche maricón and stuff like that. But, oh, no, all these other players. Oh, poor baby. You know? That's, that's the type of shit that we know. Are you yeah, hating on Pachuca again? Dude, he had like red skin. <laughs> no. He, he had a little welt. <laughs> well, hey. Totally different. Dude. Yeah. I mean, how many fucking players it have, doesn't have, apply to how many of our How many of our players, American players, have, have uh, basically been injured with broken bones in the past uh, three, four seasons, dude? Actually, uh, Ronnie, I have a question for you. Are you not surprised that an ex America player with within that old America culture of being a thug? <laughs> What's the one who broke? No, because I mean, I don't necessarily. I mean, he didn't go in with the intention. I mean, it, it was just, it was just, it was the bad luck play. It was. Uh, no, are I'm you was, talking about Sambuesa? No, no, yes. I'm talking about. Well, I was talking about Rifle because he's a former American okay. player too. No, Sambuesa's play. He knew exactly what he was doing, and, and he went ahead and did it anyway. And then pretended like, oh, you're going to give me a red card. It was. Yeah, that was that was yeah. that was pure malicious maliciousness. But the the one that you're talking about with Rifle. I think his deal was he went in with the, with the wrong leg. If he would have went in with the left leg, which probably is not his strong leg, it would have been an okay um, near from behind type of tackle. But since he had to use his strong leg, that's what messed everything up and it made it worse. So dragging leg is what hit the. Oh, okay. So the guy so, that took down Chuki, he what did he, uh, any kind of? Um... He didn't get any. 
That was nothing. Kind of discipline, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, as far as I, I didn't think he got red. He even got carded during the game. He got yellow for that for that play. Oh, he did. Okay. That was a fifty-fifty ball. That it was just sitting there, and it was a race to it. And Chucky won it, but it wasn't really malicious. It was just a that was really a bad luck thing. And I agree with that. Just the yellow. Everyone was saying. A lot of people were saying he should have got a red, but I think a yellow was was just fine. Um, it was totally accidental. Right. But uh, so Sambuesa suspended for the rest, as is uh, Rifle. They're both suspended. I personally think that's a little harsh uh, uh, to be suspended. I know that the other guy's going to be injured for however long, and I understand that. But I mean, to me, it seems like you know, especially for 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 any kind of foul. I mean, unless if you're like you know punching a guy, I think three games is plenty for 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 for, for a foul, regardless of how long how the guy's going to be out. Yeah, how about the injury, man? That's three months, man. Three months, he's never getting back. You just finished saying too, though, that he knew what he was doing. Yeah. So, so when you think about like weighing things out and 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 and, and thinking about should I go in with this with this kind of tackle? If all I am looking at is at worst a three game suspension, then 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 there's no big deal. I'll be back. You know, uh, no no harm no 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 really no harm no foul. It's just three games. But if 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 um, I guess if it's deemed to be something, maybe obviously he I don't think he planned on or wanted to to take him out for the whole season, but he obviously wanted to hurt him, make him feel it. it when, when you can when you can reasonably prove that or or, or make that determination that, that the players went out there with, with 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 the intent of fouling, regardless whether the the intent to to, to severely injure the player was there or not, the, the fact that he was trying to foul. And that, and you get, you get the 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 injury like that. I think it's absolutely yeah. But, uh, but guys try and foul guys all the time. I mean, that's, yeah, that, that's and, just, and that's that's just, that's, the that's just my point. That's a Maybe detriment that's, to football, man. It is a detriment to the football. You protect the talent and make it. And and if if you slap a guy uh, uh, slap a guy on the wrist for for three games. That's not really sending any message. Yeah, if but I don't think it, it's necessarily a slap. I mean, three games, I mean, suspended without pay nothing. for three games is pretty It's harsh. nothing compared to, to, to the guy he took out. Well, it, it might not fully be nothing because in Toluca, they might be done without no, some three, three months. Well, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but my point is that this guy lost his season. This yeah, guy's but... losing three. You know, this guy lost his season, to, so, so. And hoping that he comes back the same, which that's a but, big. Yeah, with 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 bad injuries, you know, you never know how the player is going to come back. If he comes back uh, the same at all, he may be lesser a lesser player. So I have to, my, my thing though is that if if you if you really want to if you really want to to protect the talent and you really want to see attractive football, you have to really make it. Um, you you really have to at least send a message to these players who 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 resort to these kinds of tactics that look, go ahead and do it, but. If if, if Sam- you take it too far, then you're really looking. At, you're really gonna hurt. You're really gonna uh, feel I, it also. If Samuel's uh, stupid I, enough not to realize that he's no longer protected by America, he can't be doing this crap. Then he deserves the huge long ban. I have to agree with Dan on this because it, uh, honestly, if you go if you go back and look at a lot of those, like you know, throughout the years, those nasty you know uh, fouls where you know players have gotten hurt, many times. Many times during the part of field where you didn't have to slide hard, or, or you know, or, you know, you didn't have to go for that for that that hard tackle. So obviously there has to be some sort of you know 
punishment for these players because you're right. You know, three games isn't enough. Wemmis, you know, Wemmis, you know, he hasn't been the same since 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 that injury. Although he's, you know, he's playing, he hasn't he ha- he hasn't recovered really to what he was, you know, before. So, you know, Danny's right in that regards. Like you don't know how that player is going to come back. Yeah, I, no, I mean, there, there's no question that that uh, that that is certainly plays into it. And 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 I, you know, my formative years of watching the sport were in the you know late '80s, early '90s, where where superstars were. You know, we didn't get to see them, you know, live, show their 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 full potential because of the fact that they just kept getting hacked down and hacked down. I mean, I think of Marco van Basten particularly uh, when he was at AC Milan, where I mean, every time he got the ball, it was like, I mean, I mean, he had he had like five ankle surgeries before he was twenty six, and and Rude Hulet was the same way. I mean, it was a guy that just they just kept injuring and injuring and injuring. And I think for Rude particularly, it's because he was so big. Or hey, Maradona himself. Yeah, I mean, Pele in the in the nineteen sixty six World Cup. Was, 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 you know, they, they, they fouled them out of the tournament and the refs just would not, they would not protect them. There's, there, John, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, there is a uh, great YouTube video. Uh, I think it's called uh, How, uh, how uh, They Took Out Pele in the 1966 World Cup, or, or how the Europeans, how the Europeans took out Pele in, in the 1966 World Cup. It's a beautiful video. It's got the music, the soundtrack from the Rocky uh, Four, where uh, you know where like Yvonne Drago and them are are, are uh, yeah. training. There's no easy way out. No, 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 not that. It hurts on fire. No, 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 no. It's not a heart. It's not hearts on fire. I was about to start. I was about to sing it, dude. I was like, I was like, Rocky Four. No easy way out is when. <laughs> that's when he gets in a fight with Adrian because she's like, I, I don't want you to leave. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, gets, yeah, he yeah. gets in his car. And the whole montage. Well, the whole movie's a montage, but but but, but when he starts training, when he starts training, that that starts on fire. No, no, yeah, yeah, but it's 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 it, 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 desire. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, uh, man. that's in, that's inspiring, dude. It's, I used it, to put it, that when I when I played it, Wii Sports. It's it's when he's playing. It's when he's training at, in in Siberia. When the Russians training. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That's that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's like it's like it's a video and it shows like a montage of just of just the battles. Of you know of how they went after you know Pele. Yeah, it was it was pretty ugly. The, I mean, there's like like kicking him when he's literally down on the ground. Still, it's just it's it's they, <laughs> and, and that was that's the only tournament that Brazil didn't advance past the group stage. And they had and they had a and they showed like clips like you know uh, uh, Brazilian news clippings of, of that like you know uh, Casando Casando like you know they were hunting him you know and stuff like right. that. You know, which is in stark contrast to four years later when Brazil plays England in, in the Jalisco, and again a group yeah. game where, you know, Bobby Moore has the game of his life practically, just one unbelievable tackle after another, all completely clean, all completely legal, to the point where at the end of the game, even though uh, Pelé, I'm sorry, Jardinho scores, and, and you know Pelé has an unbelievable header that Gordon Banks stops. Pele goes and seeks out Bobby Moore and shakes his hand because it was just like, man, you just you were just, you were absolutely <laughs> incredible. Yeah, and then that's it. Yeah, it's the. It was uh, it was definitely a, a good moment there. But now I, I do agree with all in the sense that they do have to protect the players, and I almost think that 
you know, I, I see the way that uh, in in Spain and, and in Europe, like 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 take Lionel Messi. Now Lionel Messi gets gets hacked on pretty good too, but he might get hacked on in the first fifteen minutes, and then and then the cards start flying. Even if it's it's for, you know, they're 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 not counting and accumulating. Like usually you would see a ref, he's like, man, you had a foul back here, you had a foul over here, and a foul over here. I'm getting a yellow card. When when they start doing it to Leonardo, it's because you foul them over here, you foul them over here, you foul them. Say, okay, enough is enough. Here's the yellow. You know, it's things are going to start going harshly for y'all if you keep fouling him. And that's what they need to start doing in Liga Mekis is start counting the fouls. I mean, there's no reason Chucky should have whatever the number was. You know, as far as fouls per game, I mean, it, it was pretty high. It was over 100, over 100 for a season. That's you know, I don't, I don't know if that is, is is due to the fact that he's not necessarily the biggest guy. How bad but, is his injury? He apparently uh, got real lucky. There was no uh, a bone fracture or look. It was it was just it just looked really bad. Just the gash. Just the gash. So I think he's only out for three weeks. But I do think that uh, that they're, sigh of relief. Yeah, huge sigh of relief. But I don't, I don't think he'll be ready for uh, the uh, the qualifiers. So so Chucky's out. Yeah, he's out. I don't necessarily <laughs> think that uh, that that Gone Brizuela was going to be uh, you know as far as qualifiers an option for. For uh, Osorio, because he really he doesn't necessarily favor him as much. But I, I think today uh, it was either today or yesterday Carlos Vela uh, uh, left as well. So so the, uh, the the pickings are starting to get a little slimmer for for Mr. Osorio when it comes to and he and he has about a week. He has to make his decision. I want to say by next week, right before because the games are coming up in a couple of weeks. So it'll it'll be by next week when the list comes out if it doesn't come out uh, this week. I didn't hear about Vela being uh, getting injured. Well, apparently he. Left. I'm not sure exactly what happened. Uh, I did. I did see it yesterday morning when I was on my way to work that he did leave his uh, his his uh, training or uh, because of it. Now they first said it was an ankle, then they said it was a knee. So who knows what happened? So I'm not sure what, what's going on. What is uh, going on there? So what, what do y'all think? Do y'all think that? Let, let's take for instance, what, uh, uh, Ron. What was the name of the uh, of the Trinitario that 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 uh, took out Guatemala? Uh, Ansel Elcock. Yeah, Ansel Elcock. Now, Mexico wanted him to be suspended for a year and a half, which is which is how long Guatemoc uh, was out. Again, I think that's a little harsh. Uh, I mean, I do think the three games, uh, as a minimum, I think five games is, is pretty good. But I think you know anything more than that when it comes to what what El- what Elcock did what Elcock did was fucking was criminal. Well, it was very criminal. He kicked them in the knee. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was that. I mean that. I'm sorry, but the, the, that, at that point. That's one of the worst fouls I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And, and, you know, as much as I, you know. You know, Alcock pissed me off. To be brutally honest, I was more pissed off at at, at Ojito's mess after that, because because at that at that time, uh, Mexico was already qualified to, to into the hex, and uh, the thing in and uh, this was actually one of uh, uh, Ojito's first games. Like I don't think it was the first one, but it was one of his first. And there was, I think, it was his first official game. There was no need to bring in, you know, to have a you know. Uh, America's best player, or not America's, uh, Mexico's best players. Especially, what's that? That brings up a point on, and I I agree with what you're saying. That brings up a point. Like even me, when I, or any soccer player when they're young, when I was growing up, I would never play soccer with people who weren't soccer players because they didn't know how to play and they would hack your shins, hack your legs because they they don't understand, you know, how to play and how to be careful. It's funny you say that because for people that have never played the game, and you know they they really don't think of of soccer being a contact sport, and they don't really know how much it really hurts when you when you get clipped or or, or you know or, or 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 both of you guys are sliding you know tackling each other. 
fucking hurts nada de fútbol. No, that's the that's the case with with Trinidad. They didn't. They you know they weren't really fully skilled, and I don't know if this was an intentional malicious foul on Cuauhtémoc or if it was just their their dumbness. You know, they're in. in you you, 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 no, no, you just brought back memories. Uh, you, just real you, quick. Uh, yeah. I got kicked in the face once. Uh, it it wasn't a bad, but uh, the ball was the ball was coming. Uh, it was in the air. It was coming down. And I tried to hit it, you know, to give a pass. And the dude I was playing with lift his foot that high yeah. to my face. He, he just cut my lip, though, but it could have been worse. Yeah, he's probably a karate guy. <laughs> Ouch. It could have been worse, but I'm like, you know, you, you don't, you're not supposed to lift your leg higher than the knee. You, you know, one of the one of the things that would always, you know, catch, my, you know, grab my attention was that, like, the announcers would always uh, use the term, like, innocent. Like, you know, when uh, Mexico would play the teams from the Caribbean, and they would refer to the teams as, you know, Santos, had, that, like, they were just innocent in the, in the sense that they didn't know about professionalism, you know? Well, naive. I believe that they, they mean naive when they say innocent. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah. They're naive and stuff like that, and, you know, the oh. lack of professionalism and, and, and stuff, but, you know, no, you know it's right. I don't like the, I don't ha- like the phrase. Of, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't like I don't like the phrase "protect the player." And going back to the Liga MX fouls over the weekend, um, I, I heard some talk about Sambuesa uh, should be suspended for the same amount of time that the guy is injured. And I don't agree with that. That's I mean I, I agree with Dan that three might be too too little, but six might be all right. But I don't agree all with with uh, all the C if Conejo's out for. Three months, then, uh, then some or whoever is going to be out for three months also. No, because that, you're right. Because you know people recover differently. You know, and not only that though. I mean, sometimes it, what if what if the foul was just incredibly egregious and the injury was luckily not so severe? Um, I think in some instances you still need to to, to punish them to make. I don't know. I, I, I guess I. I like like you were talking about Chucky just constantly getting fouled, most fouled player in the league, constantly getting kicked, hacked. I mean, he's the best player in the league. Why do you why not protect him? Like I I I just think that the the way to go is is to make sure you send the message that if you're gonna be doing this, you're gonna lose you you, you risk losing a significant amount of time. And I would actually would be in favor of maybe even um, cutting like wages on some level because. I, I like to watch him play. I don't. I'm not. I'm not there to watch some some gnarly tackle. I, I could watch Goncacaf, uh, uh, or and, better and to, yet, to watch that kind of thing. Take the wages and send and give it to the player who who's injured. But that, I, that but, will but, send the message because because I think human beings, you know, they 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 mostly behave based on incentives. So if so if 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 you make the the, the punishment severe enough, that'll and that'll give them the incentive not to do it. You, you know, it's you know what's funny, Dan. Um, you know, Joe Joe Namath, who you know, quarterback for the Jets back in the in, back in the sixties and seventies. Oh my God, football! No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Pointy ball, pointy ball. I know why you like him, but go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. He, uh, he they actually. You still want to show me your cucumber? He was a player that that went through a lot of uh, knee, you know, knee injuries and stuff like that. But the thing about it is. The opposite, the opposition, you know, the, the the you know the players and stuff like that, the defense, they realized the attraction that he was to the league. 
that the the players realized, you know what, when we go after and we tackle this guy, I said, we should just, you know, get him down, but we'll, let's not try to hurt him and stuff because they, they, they saw the value of having good players on the field because it brought more, you know, more fans and more notoriety and stuff like that. And, and, you know, you're right going, going, you know, going after, you know, you know, trying to, you know, hurt, you know, the Guatemalans and trying to hurt the, uh, the Chokis and stuff like that. It's, it's bad. I mean, at the end of the day, you're right. People don't go there to see tackle. They, they want to see offense. I think those, those measures are extreme though. I think what John was talking about, how they treat or how they protect Messi is a little bit more reasonable. If, if any type of foul is committed against a little guy like Chucky, that, that could be dangerous, then immediate mm-hmm. yellow. Little guy. If it happens again, yeah, because the little guy's more prone to getting, you know, flipped all over the place. If it happens, well, I mean, you know, Messi's going to get fouled, but, but, but he gets fouled you know, usually in, in, in a course of a play, and, and guys are, you know, they know that if they're, gonna, if they're going harshly on him, that they're going to get a, it's going to be a straight red. I mean, that that's just the reality of, of, of having to, and the other thing is, is it, is it Messi isn't the kind, I mean, Messi isn't the kind of player that feigns injury, you know, or, 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 or tries to buy a card by, you know, rolling around 18 times when he gets fouled. If the dude, if the dude goes down, he's going to go down, but, but then he gets right back up and he doesn't bitch to the ref at all. He just gets up because I mean, he got fouled, you know, he's not, he does, he's not a diver. It's so, Messi, uh, but but again, I, I do think that if they continually bring him, you know, bring him down, if you bring him like you know three or four times in five minutes, then the ref's going to start taking cards out, and 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 that's how they should referee league Mickey's when it comes to players like that. So it's not necessarily that they're you know going to not allow them to get touched at all, you know, like 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 the NFL does with Tom Brady. Every every time somebody breathes on Tom Brady, it's roughing the passer. I'm I'm being serious, and uh, so. There are ways that they can do it and then still maintain the integrity of the game, but they do have to. I mean, they do have to protect their players. There, there's no question. I think Joel is playing with Cholos. Some some guy just got kicked in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is uh, the Cantina Mekis podcast. We do have a uh, we do have some folks that are that are that are commenting on the chat. Uh, Sergio Cruz. I think Sergio might be uh, might My be uh, might be working up a, a drunk daily. Uh, 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 he might he might be getting the digits. Maybe he needs to to, to, to pound a few more to uh, work up the courage. To work up the courage to, to 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 match wits with such a distinguished panel that we have here. On the I want him to call in because he should. He's he's the only voice of reason when it comes to the his his stance on La Volpe. I I, I agree with very strongly. And I, I I I take a umbrage to 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 Ronnie's blatant blatant I don't know what it what would you call it but like lust. his his love lust yes for, yeah. for La Volpe like his his willingness to just for his like battered wife syndrome you know they uh, they asked La Volpe about that Dan and, and he had a very interesting thing he had to say about it. Yo siempre digo que el fútbol algunas veces en mi punto de vista es como un ajedrez. I've been practicing that dude's voice, man. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to break it out. It's so easy to do. But I have to. I, 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 I don't do the T's right. I have to. I have to. It's, it's like a like a like a like an R. El fur, el furbo. Anyway. But yeah, I'm, I, that's that, I'm working on it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know, we got that coming out. We, we got hopefully your kid uh, wearing the the green and white paint. You know, Joel is going to do his hair like uh, 
like 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 Alan Pulido when Chivas wins. It's either that or sing Guadalajara on on our podcast. Well, it's one or the other. You 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 can't chicken out of of out of both of them. I don't know, man. Or wear short shorts, showing off your calves muscles. <laughs> Wait, what do I get if I win? That's that's the thing is that if you win, <laughs> you get to cut your hair like Alan Pulido or sing. Or single, you know, one of the verses of Guadalajara on the I, podcast. I, see, I can't pull off that look anymore, man. You losing your hair too, man? Um, yeah, it's it's not what it used to be, man. <laughs> I went from Uncle Jesse to uh, Jaime Ordiales. Too, <laughs> too soon, too soon. Yeah. Um, Chelis. But yeah, pretty much, man. It's, it's... Well, that's... Uh... That is uh, that is that is very unfortunate. Well, we we don't want you to lose. Uh, so are you are you rocking that are you rocking that Danny DeVito look? So you got the ponytail, but nothing on top. No, it's just short. But it, it's like those. <laughs> you know those. They started making the jerseys. How soccer? They started doing the the ones that stick to your body. Right. Yes. And then you have people that, you know, they have one too many yantas, and they still. <laughs> You know the shirt just doesn't look right. You know, I, I went to a concert on uh, on Monday, and I really wanted to wear the only Santos jersey that was clean was the one that was a medium, which is like one that <laughs> wait, I wait, 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 wait. I just I just wanted to want you to backtrack a little. So you said <laughs> the only one. So so how many Santos jerseys do you actually own? I have five. Five. I have five jerseys, and I've gone through like numerous weight changes. So I have one that's like a, a like almost like a double X. Really, it's so really you big. You don't call it like your oh, that's the '83 jersey or the or the '98. Oh, that's my that's my fat guy jersey. That's my extreme depression <laughs> uh, phase. <laughs> that's eating where, an ice uh, bottle or, of ice cream. Phase. Where I kind of um, mailed it in. Yeah, so so like the the, the super big jersey is like when I'm at my lowest. And uh, most of my jerseys are large, but I got this one medium where I was kind of like, you know, trying to, like you said, the shirt kind of sticks to your body. And it was at a time where I was okay with that. But I, I, I really wanted to wear my Santos jersey and my cousin even gave me a little bit of a hard time because I wore my Mexico jersey to the show. But what, like, you should have wore your did, Santos jersey. Did, did he wear his Santos jersey? Were you guys supposed to have some matching Santos jerseys? No, no, no. I, I posted a picture on Facebook. He, he, oh, he's, he's oh, in, so, oh, I see. Okay. He's in, uh, he's in Mexico. He's in Lerdo. So, uh, yeah, he, he was just like kind of saying like, hey, come on, man. Rock, does he rock, live in, rock the, the, real in the Comarca? Yeah, he does. Yeah. I, I believe he's part of uh, La Comun. Oh, is he really? I believe he, he may be or at least was maybe. Now, now we do have to mention. Uh, uh, Fernando asked us uh, in our in our in our in our pre-production meeting to talk a little Barcelona. I guess I guess we really can't. No, I did not watch the match because I was in the in the in the process of of uh, of producing uh, three games today, so I was I was not uh, available to watch any of that stuff. But I guess Fernando uh, explained what's happened. So so, and then the first leg, uh, Paris goes up four zero, right? They went four to zero. The entire world has has, you know, when when people are die or they're gonna die. The, the, if you if you work at a, at a in a newsroom, they're gonna say, you know, why don't you go ahead and start working on the montage or the editing piece on, you know, Fernando Natal porque said, you know, he's he's on his deathbed. That's what people were saying about Barcelona. Okay, it's over. You know, it, you know, is is it gonna be Chelsea or Manchester City where Messi goes? 
Is it going to be there? All, all the, the whole team was going to be dismantled. It was going to, you know, it was done. You know, the, 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 the era was over though. The, the magic was gone. And then, then, then what happens today, Fernando? Well, uh, Barcelona ends up winning uh, somewhere around uh, the, the 50th minute. They were up 3-0. So all of a sudden you saw a lot of hope, you know. Oh, my God, they only need one goal just to tie up the series. And Fer- Fernando, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Do you own a Barcelona jersey? Yes, several. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're, you're, you're a big-time Barcelona fan. That, that is your, that's your, your second. You can – I'll call it your third. Is that your third team, Fernando? Is, is that no. – uh... Huh? No, no, I. You can, I you can admit it, Fernando. <laughs> I know, I know you only have. I know you have a team, and you have a national team, but then you probably have another team that you really like a whole bunch. <laughs> no, I just enjoy watching them play. It's actually yeah. uh, that's one of the teams that my son grew up watching is Barcelona, and he's been a fan. Well, I mean, there's no question that over, over the past <laughs> how long has it been now? Twelve, thirteen years. I mean, they really have been the best team on the planet. I don't think anybody can deny that. Yeah, they've been kicking some serious ass, and and just like I was saying, you know, they were they were up what three zero in the fifty minutes, so it seemed very plausible. And all of a sudden, uh, PSG scores, and it seemed it like was everything a, was over. Cavani, right? So Cavani gets it, so that makes it five three on aggregate. So they have they have to. The only way they could advance, yeah, is is to score three more goals. Yes, sir. And right in the last seven minutes, they scored those three goals. In the last thirty seconds, they scored the six one, which. Made the whole stadium go insane, and, yeah, and 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 who got the who got the game winner? It was Sergio. Sergio got it. Se- Sergio, our our Sergio got it. No. See now Sergio <laughs> has to call. Now he has to call. He has to tell us about his goal. Sutocayo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was um, it was pretty intense just watching the replay because I didn't get to watch. I was at work and and just watching everybody on Twitter going crazy and my friends on Facebook going crazy. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. I'm, I made a huge mistake by not calling into work. I will say something about the game, though. Uh, there was a penalty kick that was called, uh, and Messi scored it, but uh, Neymar basically took a dive. I don't agree with the penalty kick, so that was one thing. And then Suarez was wailing and trying to you know, cheat out another penalty kick as well during the whole game. So was- I, I read a tweet, which was pretty interesting, uh, regarding the apparently from the 85, 80, 85th minute, PSG managed to complete four passes, three of which came right after the goal score. So as the, the they so began the, play again, the center field tap was the only. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> so just to put things in perspective, I know it's real easy to blame some of the refs, but when you're able to, to if you could, if that stat is real, that's pretty damning right there. So so Barcelona had 98 percent possession in the last seven minutes of the game. Yeah, where in actual play, they managed to really complete one pass. No, I'm not comparing the teams that I covered today to to Barcelona, but we did do uh, seven. Uh, I'm sorry, three uh, uh, the the private school state championships today for the boys team, and one of the teams was from uh, Houston. Uh, they're called the British International School. So I'm assuming, and Ronnie, you can uh, you can attest to the, the 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 oil business in Houston attracts people from all over the world. Right, I mean, there are yes. people from from every every country live in Houston. Yes. So uh, a school like this would, would do very well in Houston because there's there's a lot of uh, people that have that would want to make sure that their kids get a level of education that they would have gotten if they were back home. And so the British so the British school comes in. Uh, it hasn't been around for that long, and they just they just smoked 
uh, it was a team out of Dow, just absolutely smoked. I mean, they, they were playing, they were making passes that high school teams just don't make. They're, they're holding midfielders. The minute the other team would even get close to midfield, would dispose. I mean, they had like 85% possession. And I'm not saying that and the other team was good. These guys were just sensational. And uh, that that is what Barcelona has done for 15 years is, is that their defense has been has been Im- Im- impeccable. They, they, they get the ball back faster than any team on the planet and have. And and that, to me, has always been the secret of their success. Ronnie, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> Hello? Like See, he, now Ronnie's mad. Yeah, he muted himself. The rage is, the rage is brewing. He's, he's, he's working <laughs> It's up time for Ronnie's no, rant. No, we're not doing that to Ronnie. He's, no, just kidding. No, do that. I, still, I still rock my Marquez uh, number four. Barca Absolutely. jersey. That's that's the jersey that I own. It's the Barcelona number four jersey, and I even wore that jersey to uh, this Chivas friendly that they had uh, many years ago. Chivas versus Barcelona. Who won? Uh, they tied one one. That's the game I saw with Ronaldinho playing. Was Angel that the Barney. one at the at the Coliseum? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, I went to go see it, and my, and Giovanni played. Uh, Ronaldinho played, and yeah, I was I was in the small little circle of people getting showered by beer because I had. Barcelona jersey, but it was worth it. Joel, how much of a of a of a Chivas town is LA? It's a big Chivas town. I mean, it's big enough they thought that you could. That you they thought that Chivas me, USA would success. Would that, you yeah. put, that you could put. <laughs> it is uh, huge. That you could put. Yeah, you could just put the name and people will go. But obviously, people wanted wanted to maintain. But. Um, before they used to play a lot of friendly games. That was pretty much. This was like their home away from home. Right now, Ron, was, was there truth to the rumor that uh, MLS was looking at America to do the same thing in uh, in Houston to put an America branded team? Perez uh, but I remember he was the president at the time when that all that happened. Uh, there were. I don't know how true it is, but I remember Pettis uh, he he mentioned it, uh, uh, he he mentioned the idea of, of of expanding America into into the MLS as as there was also a rumor of Boca doing it as well because um, yeah. you know Boca was thinking Boca I think you know they were thinking of doing it putting one in Miami right I think it was I, th- I think there was just fishing expeditions you know seeing you know um, uh, to see if if, if you know, if they could find potential investors. What would now? What would you have called that if it was? Was is it? A, would you call it Nacos del Norte or or, or what, what, what? What would be the name for an American N- knockoff? Yeah. Yeah, to me that was stupid. I mean, you know, Aguilas USA or Chivas USA. Would, would you? you uh, would you, would have you apply gone? for credentials? What's that? Would you apply for credentials to watch the match? Yeah, I mean, I probably would just to you know go to go watch a the, the game, but so purely for an un, un ejercicio periodístico, como, <laughs> como, como dice José Ramón. You know, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I, I believe I believe we heard our tone. I'm gonna guess that this is our our buddy Tomas from Chicago, who seems to come out of the woodwork whenever we announce that we have a, a, a telephone. Someone from Phoenix. I'm sorry. Someone from Phoenix. What's up, caller? Oh, it's from Phoenix. Wow. I'm, I'm, well, Tomas, uh, thank you. Thank hey, what, what's going on, guys? This is uh, the Coronel from Pachavilla's Army. ¿Cómo estamos? Hey, saludos. Buenito. Saludos. Mi, mi, mi Coronel, how are you, sir? 
Good, man. Good. Trent. Es, estamos aquí a sus órdenes, coronel. The Tijuana, the Tijuana America game. Oh, you're watching that right now? We're at, at the at Sultan Tequila. Oh no, 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 not tonight, man. Not tonight. I gotta I gotta work early tomorrow. All right, man. So do we, so do we. <laughs> Mi coronel, what can we do for you, sir? What uh, what 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 prompted you to call? Um I was inviting Fernando, you know, to come out to uh the watch party that we're gonna have Mexico versus Costa Rica on uh, March twenty fourth, the upcoming World Cup qualifier. Um hopefully he can make it out there. All right, man. I'll be there. Now, now that you come inviting me personally, I'm, I'm going to be there. Yeah, see, Fernando, not only you have to be there, but you have to, you have to report because, <laughs> you, you know, we can't, we can't have a guy invite you and, you know, not invite us. You know, I'm not saying anything, Coronel, but, you know, you could have said, <laughs> you could have extended the invitation even though you knew we probably weren't going to make it. You know, we, we get it. Yeah, we don't live in Phoenix, I understand. But, uh, but, no, but Fernando, you, you have to go. You have to report and you have to, you have to get some audio and video of, of, of your experience. I will. I will. Thank you so much, sir, for uh, your your kind and then. Hold on, uh, not not sure if you guys know what what we're doing out here in Phoenix. We are working with Jam Sports. We are having a goalkeeper clinic on March 25th. We are bringing uh, uh, Rafa Calderon and uh, Sergio Bernal. Let's play with Pumas. I know you guys probably know Sergio Bernal. Um, he will be here. They will be here on Friday, that same day. Game. They will be having a press conference. At Jam Sports. So again, if you want to join, this invitation is open for anybody. But since Fernando lives in the area, maybe you can come down and do a live reporting. Maybe, uh, maybe get a chance to talk to a couple of the goalkeepers that played at Big Amekis. Absolutely. Well, yeah, there you go, Fernando. You're, you're you're getting all uh, <laughs> your 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 professional calendar is getting filled up uh, pretty quickly here, Fernando. <laughs> so that's a. Uh, that's good. Well, thanks for calling, uh, Coronel. We really appreciate it, and thanks for listening. And uh, tell your friends that uh, that this show's on because I think that if, if people listen, to it, I think they would really enjoy it. I think we have a. I'm just, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but I do think that this show is pretty good, and I think that people would enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Please feel free to uh, to tag me. Um, send anything you have on Facebook or on Twitter. And then uh, we can get that out. More, more listeners. Coronel, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but did you see uh, Paul uh, Aguilar? He basically headbutted the uh, the ref after the after the match. Them, them Aguilar's yeah, man, they're some scumbags. They're a little mad. They're they're a little mad. Who's an America fan on the show? Oh, we got Ronnie right here. <laughs> One that asking the question. Uh, yeah. 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 Damn, dude. He's gonna, they're gonna they're gonna get him for that. They're gonna get him for that. He made some contact with the ref at the end towards the end of the match. Did America Damn. lose? Is that is that why he did it, or did he do it because they he was, he was they were so happy that they were winning? Not surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, well, again, guys, thank you very much for for taking the call and uh, extend the the invitation to everyone. And uh, again, anytime you guys are doing a show, uh, you know, tag me so we can get our, we get some more listeners, some more followers, because we got a lot of people out here that love uh, that love football, and um, you know, they they'd be more than happy to, to ask questions and, and share comments and, and all that good stuff. Hey, Willito, uh, I'm tweeting you right now. So if you if you have any more details on the clinic and all that stuff, um, absolutely, let me know what they are and I'll, and I'll tweet them out. Awesome, sounds great. All right, guys. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. Thank good you night. for Thanks calling, Walito. Really appreciate it. That was uh, Walito, the colonel.
El Coronel, who just called us in from uh, from Pancho Villa's army, and uh, you know, obviously, we want uh, other folks to call in. I did notice, you know, I don't, I don't think Sergio realized that we were that, that we gave him so much praise earlier. I don't know, he, he said he had stepped away, but uh, for for you folks uh, that want to call in, the number seven two four. 707-3826 at 724-707-3826 and the pin is 13118 and I'm pretty sure that you've probably posted this on Facebook and on Twitter uh, Chiquis so that people have the number yes, in case that I'm speaking too fast and they can't write the digits down quick enough. It's on Twitter, it's on Facebook it's on Reddit Well wow, so it's it's, it's, it's all over the place. Uh, excellent. Well I'm sure that uh, hopefully hopefully we'll hear from, uh, from Tomas. Is it on 4chan as well? Chicago and uh, negative. <laughs> That's the wild responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also on. Uh, well, I forgot. Oh, of course, we 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 are waiting for Seth here to call in to tell us about the 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 game winner that he got uh, today at the, at the. Now, do y'all do y'all say no camp or camp no when you when you talk about the the stadium in Barcelona? I say no camp. No camp. Well, no, it's camp. No, that's it how is... you say it in yeah. in Catalan. Is it no camp the Leon one? Yep. That's well, true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I do. I, I do believe that the, the that the one in Barcelona was named after the one in Leon. So not only do they have their stadium after, but but also of course, uh, uh, Pep Guardiola stole the, uh, the the Sinaloa style of play, you know, and then of course made you know made it. So you know, there's there's so much Mexican influence in Barcelona because of those of those two things. Absolutely, La Volpe helped shape the. Uh, you, you can you know, actually say. They asked La Volpe about that, and you know he had a very interesting response. You know, you know how he helped him <laughs> by by turning him down. Pep, Pep wanted to go see him train, and he he, he just ignored him. You know, of sorry, course, we're sorry. poking fun now, but but there, there are some things that uh, that that Pep did say that, that that he well, he just said that he appreciated uh, some some of these uh, mechanisms that La Volpe uses in his in his style of play. Yeah, and the interview that he gave regarding that, he kept talking about, he kept hearing about a coach who would uh, basically ad nauseum would. Uh, Call like you know he would, he, he would he would basically get the the, the fullbacks well laterales to basically start playing from the back you know from the you know playing from the back, but they would have to both go advance at the same time, so it's like you know he would say like you know no you know both of you guys have to do it at the same time or it's no good so I mean he would just he would just blow the whistle and he would just keep doing it and work him to death. Uh, obviously you know I think if I'm not mistaken it was uh, Guardiola was. Uh, was a, an announcer during the 2006 World Cup, and he caught some of the Mexico games, and uh, would praise him, you know, on that. Right, and, and of course, uh, the, the, that coach that uh, that La Volpe or that uh, Pep loved so much was uh, uh, Cabezón Luna, who, who who trademarked that <laughs> move. Which why it's, it's so sad that he that he doesn't get more work, but we know why he doesn't get more work because he's got. You know, Joel, I'm not going to lie. You know, with his loss tonight, uh, that 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 uh, America had at Tijuana, you got to think that the Cabezón, you know, starting to look at the at, at his phone a little more, check to make sure that he uh, he didn't miss a call, because the call could I, I be think, coming. <laughs> yeah, but I I think if I, I don't see America sacking a coach mid season. No, 
But if they did, if they did, as you know, you know what, John, you know, as much as, and I've said this many times, you know, as much, you know, I'm going to miss the days when the 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 ojitos, the Ustetiches, the La Volpes, La Puentes are done, you know, are gone for good. Uh, but it, it kind of reminds me, you know, to make if I can compare it, where to, and to football and pointy football, where you had great coaches who, for one reason or another, would come back years later, you know, and not like, do well, like Gibbs or, or, or Johnson and, and stuff like that, you know, you know, uh, Gibbs from from the from the Washington Redskins and stuff like that, and and it seemed like the game had had changed so much for them in that short amount of time that I, I'm I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they're still sticking to their ways and not adjusting to the, you know, because, you know, one of the, you know, one of the things, you know, uh, like there's, there's a pretty good video. And I think I should bet though about, you know, a couple, couple months back, there's a, there, there's a Riquelme video that I, that I liked on YouTube that it was called, you know, Juan Riquelme, El Ultimo Diez, the last 10. Or, that player or that position no longer really exists in football because coaches, you know, they, they don't like to depend on, on a single player. They, they want to depend on the system. And when you go back to, you know, certain coaches, they don't, I mean, yes, there's a system in place, but they allow the, the creativity of the player. You know yeah, what well, I mean? And, and I, La Volpe definitely wasn't that guy. At least. I, I think. I believe, I believe the direct guy, quote was, I think he was, I think that was his, I think that was his, his cop out for not bringing in Bofo and Bofo and, and, and Cuauhtémoc. But, you know, if you go look at, if you look at his trajectory, you know, a lot of his teams weren't really based on a system. He did allow his players creativity. You know, well, I mean, those and, Atlanta and, teams and in the early '90s were bad. They were very entertaining. There's, there's no question. Yeah, they were. They, they were. They were. And, 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 and you know, there's, there's a reason why, there's a reason why a, a lot of those players also ended up being coaches. Right. Uh, absolutely. In you know, fact, somebody had posted the picture yesterday of that team and said, "How many, how many coaches can you count from this?" And, uh, you know, I don't know everybody because, uh, frankly, you couldn't, you know, other than uh, Piojo and his mullet there were a lot of mullets on that team so you really couldn't determine you, 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 who had, was who. you had you had uh, you had uh, Cruz, you had yes yes if you when i mean you had a bunch of them so i mean i, yeah. I, I don't know it's just I, I part of me wants you know love open to stick around but part of me also is wondering i wonder if his uh i wonder if his time is you know has come you know well you know i always thought that when when after the the germany world cup there was somebody had posted that the the uh, on you know on our you know the place where we all met over over at big soccer that uh, that la volpe was going to take the the job of head of the of the youth system in fmf and i was thinking man that is a slam dunk decision if, if, if they're going to do that that way he doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to worry about results he can just teach and uh and and you know just just develop a whole bunch of players because that, that's the one thing that i've thought that he's always uh, has always done well is is find talent and, and and develop it and nurture it just that he's just not around long enough for it to you know to see where it goes but uh, you know, I mean, just you know, recently, I mean, look look at the guys that he's hit that he's finding just in, in Guam America, guys that probably wouldn't have, have gotten a chance otherwise with the guys that you mentioned earlier, Ronnie, the 
the kid from last season, Edson, and uh, and the one now, uh, the the one that they're that they, he must be, he's he's so good. They're comparing him to Lachofis. Lainez. You know, it, 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 it's funny that you know, <laughs> I, I I don't know how how true this is, but you know, back 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 in the day, and you know you know when Cuauhtémoc Blanco and and and, and what's his name, uh, La Volpe were at each other's throats, you know, one of the things that I remember there was a comment and it went along the lines that, uh, that La Volpe would, one of the, you know, he would, uh, really mistreat the youth players, but people that would protect La Volpe were saying that, yeah, he, you know, he's, you know, he's impulsive and, and stuff like that, but he does protect and he does shelter, you know, the, the youth players because he's able to, there, you can, you can treat a youth player a lot differently than you can treat a veteran. You know, you well, can, you can, you can, you can scare them. You can, you know, manipulate them. You can, you know, they're softer pieces of clay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so. That's why I do hope that uh, if, if La Volpe, I don't necessarily think that he's going to be coaching in Club America next year or next season, but I do think they should uh, let him stick around because I think that he would be terrific in in, in helping them develop that. Because I mean, as as Juan, who who was uh, at least muting, I guess he was just listening to us has told us many times that when you're coaching youth, the last thing you should worry about are the results. And, uh, you know, but you want to work, you know, help, help them develop the players. And so, so maybe that's, uh, maybe that'll be in, uh, in, La, in La Volpe's future. And I do think that Chiquis is, uh, uh, of course, our Chiquis would, would, would be able to handle the job admirably, but, uh, but Chiquis got to see, it looks like he, he could be a guy that, that has a future in coaching as well. So hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see Club America uh, keep those guys around. I think La Volpe's, what Lavop is uh, doing this whole youth thing partly because of his ego, and he wants the credit, like the whole Guardado and all the the players from from back on, on his team of the national. So that so that when America doesn't win this time and they win it next next season, he can take the credit for it. No, like if Linus ends up being like a really superstar and and playing really good, right? Everyone will say, "Oh, do you remember when Lavope gave him his chance?" Linus lo 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 formejo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be proud of himself in the future. I wish I could find a. I've been trying to find him saying that. Uh, well, well Chiquis, Chiqui, Chiqui, according to the press, America's in a crisis, and yet he's still playing. He's still playing the kid. He's so good. that that, that tells me that well, exactly. That 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 tells me one of two things: either he doesn't give a shit anymore, or th- th- that. That uh, you know that the you know the, the front office Belais and, and the other guy Romano aren't succumbing to the media's pressure and they're and they're letting him work or this and I agree. Johnny Rico made a comment. Um, America doesn't have very you know good enough players that this guy is the Latin, you know it's the last resource the, the that they need the guy because they don't have any players. So 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 Johnny thinks that it's a desperate move. Yeah. There's nobody else that's playing. At all, they got rid of. Some... I don't think so. Uh, you got to look at his track record. Uh, he when he played uh, Guardado in that um, you know, you know, octavos de final match versus Argentina. That that shows he has a track record of having balls of steel. Well, Guardado showed some good signs, man. That guy used to shoot some crazy shots from outside and score some really good goals for Atlas. So yeah, when was the last time he took an outside shot? It's been a while. <laughs> I'm I'm being dead serious. <laughs> I, back in the day, La Volpe didn't have he didn't find like the diamond in the rough. The, the diamond was already like forming pretty much. You know, that's very funny that you mentioned that uh, Chiquis because uh, 
that to me is 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 a reason why you should if if you're building a team you should you should have guys that that, that fit that and I think that you know La Volpe was using uh uh was it Arroyo Mike Arroyo for the longest I knew even the coach before that because the guy is such a great shooter and such a great free kick taker that you can't not have a guy but but it ultimately turned out that it didn't work out but Guardado was the same way Guardado was different he Mexico didn't really have guys that had that kind of power and accuracy because I mean it wasn't like he would just blast and it would go 30 yards over the net I mean he would put it on the you know at least on the keeper for sure with uh, with that shot and Mexico just didn't have anybody and, and they said that frankly they really don't have a guy since then that could shoot from you know from 18 to 30 they just don't have one it's uh but they do have players that, that are different and this is actually something that I that I thought we could uh, we could uh, talk about uh, as we move on here so say that uh, so say say Chucky's out say Vela's out and uh you know I'm not sure if if Kone was going to be an option but 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 at this point uh who does uh who's going to who is Osorio going to put out on the right wing Without those two guys, is he gonna is he gonna put in a you know slower guy like Jimenez, or is he gonna put Pizarro like a Chivas, the Pizarro guy from Chivas, or even or even or even my guy? Uh, I'm a, I'm a, hold on, I'm, gonna, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a trophy chaser. I'm a trophy chaser, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> On the right wing, though, you also have uh, Dam, who's a, who's already been Jurgen. Yeah, he he could be bad, but to me, Jurgen is a guy you're bringing with with half an hour left in the game and just run by tired tired legs, at least on the national team. But he's definitely an option. But can he can he play the whole game, Yudigan? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, if we're speaking honestly, he's. I keep hoping that he gets converted to to, to a right back, but because he's got his one move where he's he, where his speed can be uh, where he can exploit his his pace. But I don't know. I it is looking a little bit. Uh, I'm not gonna say bleak, but it's it's it, it's. It's worrisome because, uh, and I think the big loss is if Vela is is out. That's the big one. I, I agree. He's he's shown to be the one player on the team that he's just a he. He's got a bit of class that that just doesn't that everybody else doesn't seem to have, and that other teams clearly respect. Yeah. Uh, I see you, you've seen I think we've seen enough uh, examples of that where where he's on the field and it, like it just it, he he looks so much better than everybody and 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 the, the the opposing team is just clearly going out of their way to try to negate negate some of some of um some of his play but he he's the one big loss if, if it is if if he is got out for the qualifiers he's the one that that like Oh man, that's a, that's a big loss because I do think he makes the team into a the okay. the team is just I think capable of a whole lot more with him on the on the field. Right, you know, and it's not just uh, Vela that's out. I mean, uh, uh, Tecatito has missed. Yeah, has missed a couple of games, and uh, you know, with, with Vela being out, so so. What was a pretty deep position has all of a sudden gotten real, real, real thin. So does that mean that that Osorio does he going to play Chicharito and then a Jimenez who, who has been playing sparingly for the past two months, or does he bring in Giovanni? 
And you mentioned Chofis, but he hasn't really gotten any attention at all. But I think that I, I think with his characteristics, I think that'd be someone that I would want to plug in, in, in into that one v one playmaker, difference maker. Even though he hasn't gotten time that much time, um, has he got? Has he ever? Has he ever gotten any call ups? Uh, I haven't heard anything. I don't think so, right? Yeah, yeah I don't think he's gotten ever call. So. Right. Probably gonna go to the uh, gold cup, but I think for this qualifier, I think he might be an option. Just, uh, but, but even still, like I don't know, he, you, you want to have that one difference maker, that one special talent that could create something out of nothing. Well, losing Vela, losing Tecatito, that that that, I mean, and Gio's just coming out um, off of his off season, so it. it there's, there's, there's definitely some, uh, some concern there. I, I do have a bit of uh, good news, Dan. It appears that, uh, that, that the injury wasn't as, as severe as one had, uh, as they had earlier thought. And it looks like uh, not only will he be available for the qualifiers, but it looks like he actually be able to play again on, uh, on Sunday. So I always thought I that I've always Sorry, thought that, uh, that that soccer players are like are like track and field athletes. The minute they feel something in their legs, they 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 they're you know shut they shut it all down for you know however long. Uh, I just think that they they're real real sensitive uh, to muscular injuries in their legs. I think that more so than any other athlete uh, when it comes to team sport uh, in, in in any sport. But it makes sense. I mean, you know, not how many of them run as much as as a soccer player does. Over over ninety minutes, so maybe they just he just felt something a little weird and just you know wanted to, you know you, you know it happens to all of us. We feel something weird, like well we'll just you know maybe it will it'll work itself out. Maybe that's what happened with him. So that is uh, that is a bit of good news here on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Now I'm swear, you know I'm I'm actually surprised that uh, that Sergio has uh, has not called in yet. I think that uh, I wonder if we're still working up the courage. You know, he gets the huge goal against the PSG to, to put Barcelona in the, in, in the quarterfinals, and you think that he would want to brag about it a little bit. He may not be drinking. Oh, so he's too he's <laughs> he's too sober to talk to us. He doesn't have the liquid courage to grow the balls to call. Oh, Whoa. I, I, you know, I'm I'm being polite. I'm being polite. But that you know, that wasn't how I was even remotely trying to approach yeah. it. But, but but once again, but that's, I mean, it just yeah yeah comes uh comes out of nowhere i mean that yeah exactly <laughs> we're trying not to alienate all of like our, our yeah. two listeners you know and uh... oh i mean that's <laughs> come on fernando that's you, we just dwindled <laughs> our audience to one that's right yeah we had like 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 six people watching you know we're down to like three so so thanks fernando Tony <laughs> merga <laughs> But but I do agree I do agree Dan that that, that I do if, if if things were were dire uh, trophies would be an excellent choice because of the fact that he does oh oh that he that that he possesses qualities that we just don't see uh, well frankly any other Mexican player having uh, which is which 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 is why it's real important that he that he keeps it going but I did hear the little sound uh, could that possibly mean that we have a, a caller Chiquis do we have somebody on the line Yep, someone from Califas from Califas Sergio so tell us, Sergio. It's 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 five five on aggregate, and you score the goal in stoppage time today. I mean, seriously, that must have, that must have been one of one, one, one of one of the, the the best moments of your career. Uh, no, no, no. 
Well, see, Fernando said uh, that you that you scored the the winning goal today against PSG for Barcelona. So I figured you just wanted to call and. Did I? Okay, I guess I did. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I did. Um, great. Yeah, it's awesome. So, so you celebrated by watching your your second favorite team, America, lose tonight in Copa Mekis. <laughs> Sergio, is is, is 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 it time for? Is it time for, for America to blow everything up and start all over again, or, or do you want to give uh, uh, Bigotón at least till the end of the season? Well, I mean, I was never on board with La Volpe coming on, but I don't. I think it would actually. I mean, as much as I would like him to just leave the organization and just kind of leave uh, Mexico, um, would he have to leave the entire continent, or, or could he like go to the states or Canada? Who you bring on at this point? Um, they're only what six, seven points outside of first place. So the possibility of getting into La Liguilla, it's still, I mean, it's still there. I don't think they'll do much damage in the Liguilla. So I don't think they'll be champs. I don't think they'll get to the final. But, you know, it sounds to me, Sergio, that you and Joel should get together and talk about what team what team makes you feel more miserable. His Chivas or your America? <laughs> I think he brings some good points, though, John. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Like, I mean, everybody could be a pessimistic. He, let me tell you, it's it's, well, it's it's not being pessimistic. It's, it's being a realist. Like you, you, you weigh things. You know, you're not going to be overly just because you 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 you're invested in the team's success doesn't mean you have to like brainwash your, yourself to 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 start to think that something's better than it is. What exactly? I mean, what what um what America has been is has been a contender. Right now, they're we're 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 basically saying it's like, well, they're still within arms reach of the Liga. Like, is that really the the expectations that that, that America should be having? It's the panacea, man. Once you make it in, anything can happen. Well, you know, that's uh, actually one of right. the uh, the topics that we right. talked I mean, to Joel and I talked about. Obviously, anything can happen, but the way the team's been playing. It uh, doesn't really expire. Like it, 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 you don't really get much. I don't feel a lot of confidence in that team doing any damage in the Liga. Previously, uh, if the team was playing well, they may not have been a first place team, but they were doing well. I felt our chances were pretty good at at contending and competing for a title. That that feeling's kind of not there with La Volpe as the coach. Does anybody here actually think that America is going to win the, the the title this year? Besides I Ronnie, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, yeah, that's I don't point. think they're going to win, but I think they'll I make I at least so. semifinals. Well, I mean, you can't uh, really honestly, ask for more than that. But going back to what Ronnie's always saying, you know, like the expectations are different for Club America. If 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 you're not contending for a championship, then you're failing. Well, I agree to, with that. To me, to me, the for some reason, the, to me, the, the team changed a little bit. It, it seemed like from one day to another, we went from having. And I don't want to blame the foreigners, but the thing about it is, we have entirely too many camp foreigners on the team for not to. You know, if you're going to bring in that many foreigners, you're, sometimes you're playing with eight, nine of them. You should be playing fucking Barcelona style football, you know. And and, and they're not. So, but Ronnie, I, 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 I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like. I'd like to see. What's his name? Is bringing it. I'd like to see less of the. I'd like to see level. I mean, if level is going to stick around. Or whoever's going to stick around, I'd like to see a, a better balance of, of 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 the team having that you know that vertebrae you know that 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 backbone uh, team from the cantera from from the youth 
and 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 plug in you know players that we may need just to improve the team. And I don't think the team I don't think the team is built that way right now. I, I think they're, they're they're. But if if there's no players from the cantera that are good enough to play for the first team, then what do you do? Well, America's been doing pretty well in in their youth in the last couple of years. So I mean, obviously they're they're I mean they're they're, they're they should be doing well. I just, I just, I just don't like. I don't think this all falls on La Volpe. I really don't. So I mean, I, I think to just say, oh well, we just need to get rid of La Volpe. Then what? It falls on Pelaez for getting rid of two of his best players and bringing nobody in. Their their youth is their last resort. That's you know what else is what else do they have other than their youth? Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to do really well in the youth. I mean, it's one thing to do really well in the minors, and then once you get to the majors, it's a whole other story. So. I don't know. I mean, I don't like La Volpe. Obviously, I'm biased. Uh, I, if I were Pelaz, I, I wouldn't get rid of him right now. I'd just honestly, I'd stick with him until the end of the season, and then uh, look for somebody or some coach or whatever. I don't know. Working out. The the guys have mentioned like you know if you know they get rid of La Volpe. Uh, that they're gonna go, they're gonna go after uh, who's that RG coach up for uh, River? What's his name? Uh, Gallardo or Gallardo. Gallardo and stuff like that. Oh, so, so, so what? I mean, it's like whatever. That's yeah. It, it's so what they, they can talk. They, they, they can get yeah. Bianchi. They can get you know what you know. They can get Bielsa. They can get whoever. It's not gonna change. It's not gonna change overnight. It's not. Right. I don't like the idea I, of bringing in somebody that isn't familiar with the importance of the team. I always, I, I, I kind of remember that uh, that other Argentinian coach was it um, Pelado Diaz? Yeah, yeah. He he seemed kind of like I don't know what the big deal is, and you don't want that. You don't want someone with that mentality running your club. No, you don't. You're right. You know, like if if you don't understand the the, the how big the team is in the country, like because it just seemed like his his posture was like, well, look at where I'm coming from. Yeah, I don't, like, give a shit. I don't give a shit what you did in River Plate. You know? no, I think they do understand, though. I mean, there's so many Argentines in Mexico. And, and they all talk to each other. No, hey, but I, 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 th- I think you what know, he's saying, I think what Dan is trying to say is that sometimes, like, you know, when you go after a pelado, they have a chip on their shoulder. Well, I come in with, you know, uh, with titles from, from Argentina. I said, well, that's good. Yeah, that, 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 that doesn't, honestly, to me, that means dick. For one it reason. does. I, I'm it, with it, you. It, it, it means dick for one reason, and not because it, 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 I'm belittling the Argentine league. It's a very good league, you know. It's, it's it's attractive, it's you know, and stuff like that. But it's not it's, it's not as competitive as Liga MX in in the sense that you have more teams fighting. Well, my thing is that if you come in and you can't accept the fact that this is a, um, a team that expects results. Then you don't really belong. Like, if you if you're so caught up with the fact that you did something previously, well, that's great that you did that previously. But you're here now, and he it just seemed like he never he it seemed like he diminished the the importance of of what Club America represents for the country. As far as uh like like for football, you know, like he didn't. I, I never thought that he looked at the team as being a big team. And and it almost seemed like he was almost indifferent about 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 a lot of it. Like he, yeah. he almost seemed like he was. Yeah, there he thought that he, he might as well be at Morelia. You know, yeah. yeah. And Coco Coco Basile also treated America like that as well. 
you know? So, <clears throat> I mean, to me, it's like, you know, Coco Basita, I'm like, you know. So, like, I mean, bringing in a good coach is, is great, but, like, you, the coach still needs to have a somewhat, like, that's what I, I, I guess I, I, even though the results haven't been great, the the guy at Cruz Azul, um, Hemis, Hemis, you know, he's, he says the right things. Well, I think he knows, he knows, he knows, you know, that this could lead to something better. Well, I th- and, 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 but even if it's just lip service, he's, he's acknowledging the importance, the magnitude of the bigness of the team. You know, and, like, and my and Matias Almeida does that as well because you know he yes whether whether he whether he believes his own you know fucking shit or not he doesn't he, but but he, like, he's, you know, he's I'm saying all that he's like you know I, 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 I'm I'm the only one that that you know that that believes in the Mexican player and and blah 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 and blah 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 you know he, he's he's basically Ben de Umos right there you know so he mean? might as well just start singing this song. <laughs> <laughs> He should be coaching in a, in a mariachi album. Right, exactly. <laughs> where a mariachi album. Sing that song at every press conference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, But, but like, so, 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 bringing in, I personally think what what, what Club America needs as far as the coach goes, I think um, Buse is an obvious choice that they should absolutely go after, um, unless uh, Piojo becomes available. Somehow, what about what about what about a Chiqui Dracula? He's got his coaching uh, gig license. You'd be all right with someone who's got like who hasn't had any. Well, kind of, what, now why team? now why would Chiqui Dracula go coach America when he can coach the team he was born to coach, which is Murcielagos? <laughs> sure, oh, no, seriously. God. That's, that's... Last week is it? Last week they got the, they got a new batch of uh, coaches like the MFF, you know. Had their graduation. You had Chaco Jimenez. You had a Bosso. You had a couple of you know of these players. Man, Chaco would be uh, a hell of a coach. Yeah, you know, probably so. Probably so. You know, I mean, he's he's been coached by some good players, uh, some good coaches. You know, uh, so you're, you're right. You know, I wonder if he would. I think I think do it in Pachuca or in Cruz Azul. I think he would go back to Pachuca personally. Who knows? I'm gonna make all the Cruz Azul fans. Uh, hold on, Pancho Villa is saying when the players don't respect the coach, they will not fight or play for him. Have we heard anything from the players' locker room? I have not heard anything in terms of you know uh, the players, you know, revolt, uh, revolting against La Volpe. I think in certain regards, when we noticed that the team reduced the amount of red cards in comparison to to uh, Nacho Ambiris's, you know, era. I, I do I agree. Think, I, I think you. I, I think you. I think the that both Pelais and La Volpe were starting to basically, you know, play down the law <laughs> a little bit more. So obviously, whether you know they started to respect him, respect their at least their authority. Maybe not, you know, their system, but their authority. It's like, all right, guys. Um, process. Even though that headbutt on the ref didn't doesn't really reflect what you're saying, but it's it's a, it's it's gonna take some time to eradicate that thugness that America's culture has for a while. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's gonna take some time. Uh, so I think I think he's going in the right track, though. And I do agree with that 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 America had that problem, and and he is uh, he's. I, I just I just don't understand how America went from basically having almost all Mexican players. 
you know, during, you know, Piojo's uh, era, to almost none. It, it, yeah. I mean, that to me, that, I don't think that's the doing of Pelais. I think that's the more, more of the doing of, of, of Pepe Romano uh, and, and, and stuff like that. Because, I mean. Makes you, you wonder who, uh, who's, who uh, is friends with Pepe Romano. Cause that's, why, he, that's why La Volpe, you know, he's debuting kids, you know. Because uh, other than, the, you know, that, yes, the, the bench is not really that well stocked. But, you know, La Volpe is literally help you bringing our pool Mexican player pool bigger because he's having the balls to debut the players <laughs> that that have the talent to uh, to make a difference. Fernando has has there been any other coach in Liga MX this season that, that has dared debut uh young players or, or or is La Volpe once again the uh the pioneer in this in this no, endeavor. And said that Santos debuted some youngsters just recently, I believe, earlier in the show. Yeah, every well, team debuts youngsters. I mean, yeah, I mean but, let's, but, let's, let's but, not pretend but, that this is I like think some Pachuca, great thing. Well, no, Pachuca, I, 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 but Pachuca Santos is definitely – sorry, go ahead. Pachuca had a uh, – debuted a 15-year-old a couple of years back, a couple of seasons back. So, um, but I, again, you know, you never know how these players are going to uh, – are going to respond, but obviously I will say this and, and that, you know, debuting with America at 15, 16, 17, 18, and debuting with a team like Pachuca at, at, the, at that age, completely different experience. Yeah. I mean, Chivas just debuted a guy. He was like 28. Hey, it's yeah. Debut. <laughs> hey, it's, it's debuting guy. <laughs> you know, you know what, what I'm saying. I'm just saying is that you have to have a little bit more moxie. You have to have a little bit more, you know, attitude and and and, and, and mental toughness. <laughs> but just to comment on Santos, um, there are two outside. There are two fullbacks, um, Arteaga and Sanchez, I believe. They're both under 20 years old. And then they, then they started playing the Antuna guy a little bit more, and I'm guessing that. Uh... Is it Cisneros? Is that Cisneros the, uh, is going to be? Yeah, Cisneros has gotten some minutes, but 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 he's going to be he's going to get more minutes. Oh, there's no question. And, and there's no question just because it's obvious that Furche has. Well, he keeps missing goals from three yards away. Is, is what's happening to Furche? Yeah, and I mean he, he he's not he's not coming through as much as they, as they were hoping. I, I have to believe that that's the case. That they're somewhat disappointed with his goal output because um, the other the other forward. Um, uh, Jonathan Rodriguez, he's he's contributing a lot. And he may not be translating in goals, but he's he's. I think he's a great player, actually. Um, so I don't think I, I think his place is, is cemented. But uh, but actually, the guy that to put in the goals, um, he's leaving the door open, and so I definitely think Cisneros has got has got a chance. So I, Santos is is got. A number of, of of young players that are, that are playing a significant role right now. Yeah. I mean, I know you and I, uh, you, John, uh, you and I were both excited for for Chaton, and he hasn't been able to get himself into the starting lineup. Well, you know oh. what it is? It's because it's because he's got a full head of hair. He needs to he needs to get that. that <laughs> he's got it. He's got his get his his, his uh, you know his. <coughs> his, his pelon on and, 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 and do a little bit better. Now, we, it, it does bear note of uh, mentioning that the teams that, that are playing the most local players in the league, the, 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 the five teams that are doing that are, are, the, are all five right now currently within the 
the uh, top eight. And so if, if the league ended, if the season ended today, then they would all be uh, have all have, have qualified. And two of those uh, play each other this weekend and be uh, Atlas against Pumas. I don't know what it is about Guadalajara, but Pumas just never seems to play well in that city. So, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, you know, I would love it if, if I, I would want, I want to meet one Atlas fan in my life. I know I actually, I take my, there is a, a Victor Villalba who is the, uh, the Spanish language, uh, voice of the Cowboys here in, in, in Texas. He's been calling the Cowboys for, wow, it's been a while now. It's like maybe 15 years. Uh, he's an Atlas fan. I think he's the only Atlas fan I've ever met in my life. Joel, do you know any Atlas fans? I mean, you you have family in Guadalajara, do they? You don't have family members that are Atlas fans, do you? Um, no, sir. He's not got sure. family members that are probably America fans, right? Not that I know of. Really? Uh, yeah, but I just know one Atlas fan, but I'm not, not saying his name. You, so you can't you can't even say his name. It's so embarrassing that you know an Atlas fan that you don't want to. Now, is it embarrassing for you, or is it embarrassing for him that that, that he's an Atlas fan? He's like, oh man, I'm an Atlas fan, but the people don't tell anybody. It's like Atlas Anonymous. Exactly, exactly. Atlas, that is fantastic, Fernando. We're gonna have to start uh, start using that. Because the, so the the other team is, is Santos, and then it's Pachuca and uh, you know, and, and Chivas. You know, it'll be interesting because Atlas obviously because of uh, just the bad track record they have, so they don't really have new fans. You, you know, like like when teams start doing good, people start paying attention or following them. But it will be interesting to to do like uh, how's it because. It's still popular in Guadalajara, I and mean, it's, you know, to be a fan of Atlas is pretty demanding. It is, and uh, <laughs> so for them to yeah. keep to keep for that long, you know, it's been like sixty years. I mean, there there there, there are abuelitos abuelitos that have that have never abuelitos atlistas that have never seen Atlas. That, that's yeah, because you hear Cruz Azul, you know, but Atlas is. They, they're past that. Oh yeah. They, they, they're past that phase. Yeah, Cruz Azul is, is they're like in the in the you know the flavor of the month when it comes to losing. You know, Atlas they are in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it is a it is a, it is an elevated art form for them. But but you know the reality is is that, is that they're you know they're they're playing the youngsters. They they do have a pretty decent academy. La Volpe can. You know, whatever success uh, La Volpe had uh, while he was coaching Mexico, he can owe to Atlas and he can owe to Chivas because those were the teams that uh, that 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 built that uh, built his squad. So maybe one day Atlas Atlas fan, wherever you are, maybe one day it'll happen. It'll, it'll happen. At least pay for the like, Copa Yeah, yeah, they could start here. Joel Chivas heads over to uh, Tigres. <laughs> Uh, but Tigres is starting to heat up. I, the, 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 my, my biggest fear was that they were going to get off the Schneid against Pumas. It's exactly what happened. It was like the, it was like the tonic that they needed. Like, this is the team we regularly just whoop up on. So let's go ahead and do that, and we'll get our season going. And now they play. Uh, they, they, they play. They're both teams are going in with a two-game win streak. So, so big, big game, uh, big, big game for them coming up. Is it uh, now? Is that a game, Joel? That if uh, are you going to be? Are you going to make time to see it? It'll be on at five o'clock your time on Saturday. 
No, because I work and I go in at four. Good thing, because Tigres is going to blow him away, man. <laughs> but I don't know about blowing blow away, because Chivas hasn't had like, a heavy defeat. Well, I, I wanted to, I wanted to um, answer uh, John's, John's like earlier co- uh, question about who was uh, who has uh, Monterrey's coach debuted. I know not, I don't think this season he has debuted any Mexican player like young Mexican player, but he debuted Cesar Montes a couple yes, of, uh, years ago. <laughs> so you know, yeah, they, and Cesar Montes is eligible to play in the U twenty, isn't he? I believe so. Yeah, was he I'm, there I'm, during the during the U twenty World Cup? I don't know if he was. No, I'm pretty. I'm saying. I'm saying he's eligible to play in the U twenty World Cup in Korea because he's. I think he's. I think he's just barely twenty. He's either nineteen. He's either nineteen or twenty. So he's eligible to play in that because there's a. You have, he you wasn't have be, qualifiers. I don't think. Well, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they needed him, but but I th- but I think he can and he should play in the U twenty. Yeah, he will most likely will if he was in the Olympics. So, and he hasn't. Like dropped out of form that I know. So so that so other 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 than than Cesar Montes and and Cabrito, Fernando, can 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 you think of somebody else who has come out of the uh, out of the legendary uh, oh, cantera in, in in Monterrey? Well, no, but he did give a chance to Hugo Gonzalez, and he gave him the starting lineup in the Mexican League. Okay. Well, of course, there's also Tecatito uh, who, uh, who who emerged from Monterrey. So yeah, but he didn't come from. Uh, <clears throat> hey, have yes, you guys on. heard any news on Cabrito? Because last I heard, he had fled fled the country. Se se huyó se huyó el Cabrito. Cabrito was getting handsy on miners. Um, did he flee north or did he flee south? I'm guessing he yeah, I don't know, but I don't know what happened. That's the last I heard. Of. So he's gone. What's her paternal one? Oh no, I I think that's just all. Uh, how do you say? Uh, yellow journalism. Who knows? I haven't. So really you're saying that that he's not wanted by the police? I haven't. I haven't really looked into it. I did hear something. <laughs> I did see hear something in record. You're but. you're a bad Rayados fan. Hey, no, they have a. <laughs> I have a warrant out for his arrest for <laughs> for, for raping a niece. Is that for real? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Omg. Yeah. 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 Thanks for uh, for, for for bringing down the podcast there, Hoa. For no. <laughs> no, I mean, I just I don't know, man. Was I was just wondering because I, I didn't I haven't heard anything. Like, yeah, he the... turned himself in, or did he just? Is he just like on the run now? I'm, I, I'll be honest. I have to plead ignorance. I, I don't. That's uh, not a story that I am following. So I don't. Uh, I can't give you an answer one way or the or the other. Nor would I want to, because um, it's not a story that I would typically pay pay attention to. Yeah, I totally agree with that sentiment. So, so uh, Joel, are you are you are you going to go ahead and, uh, and 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 put a W in the in the Chivas in the Chivas uh, column? No, I, I could see a draw. Yeah, are you hopeful for a draw, or do you think that? I mean, do you honestly, do you honestly think Tigres is just gonna, they're gonna go ahead and win? Now you do have the, uh, they do have the Conca Champions midweek Tigres, so they might be resting some players. Well, I think they would rest, they would rest them. Uh, I'll say they'll use the first team against Chivas, and then, uh, and then play their reserves. In the Coca Champions, 
I think that the first, first team is going to play both games is what I think is going to happen. Oh, well, hopefully, if, if that happens, that will be my team tops. So there you uh, there there we have it. Uh, perhaps a good place for us to stop here on the Cantina and Mickey's podcast. We have a lot of chatter tonight on our on our chat. That's good. Uh, some of it not necessarily repeatable on the air, but uh, <laughs> we will, we do appreciate that. Uh, we do want to thank uh, the folks that called in. We had uh, El Coronel called in. Sergio called in. And uh, we had somebody else call in, somebody from uh, from Califas. Oh, no, that was Sergio, right? So did we have somebody else call in, too? No, no I think from That was it? Oh, okay. I thought we had more callers. So so Califas is nowhere near Milpitos, right? They're, they're, they're like in different parts of the state? <laughs> it's inside uh, California, Los Milpitos. <laughs> yeah, well, I, know, I know where Milpitos is, but where, where's Califas? Is, is, is that down south? Califas is California. Dude, I know, but I'm just saying, is it North California or Southern California? I don't ah, know. Ah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm well-versed. Not, oh, sorry. I'm, not, I'm not looking for the Milpitos, man. I don't know. Actually, I think it was San Diego because he was meeting up with Dan, I think. Or oh, okay. All right. Well, we do have some uh, Richard Flores. Uh, manda saluditos y buenas noches para toda la banda. Muchas gracias, Richard, for sending that. We do appreciate it. Uh, always, uh, always a pleasure to hear from folks. But uh, I think we can go ahead and, uh, and, and, and wrap it up here tonight. Uh, wow, and all under two hours. Usually we go for like, lately we've been going for like four, four and a half, which I think if, if anybody can stick it out uh, listening to us for that long, I think it's, uh, they must be either on a, on a really long drive or they're just uh, not uh, particularly uh, healthy. But, uh, <laughs> but we do appreciate y'all uh, and, and your patronage here on the, on the, on the Cantina and Mickey's podcast. Uh, we do want to uh, we do want to uh, say uh, say goodbye. We do want to say goodbye uh, to uh, Chikis, who uh, sets all this up. Chikis, thank you so much. Yeah, man, it's been fun. Good stuff. And uh, we do thank uh, Dan. Looks like he stepped off, but uh, we do thank Dan and his. Dan is very passionate about his Santos, which I'm. I, I really appreciate. It's uh, it, it, it's good to have a team that you're that should feel good. And, and obviously he has like, like different stages of grief with them too, with, uh, with, with what he was describing. So we do, uh, appreciate that. Uh, Fernando, glad you can make it on. It, it's, uh, it's, it's a miracle that you were able to call in after, after Monterrey's had a win streak. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if those two things were a coincidence, but, uh, but uh, obviously it was, it was a real pleasure having you on. And, uh, I really like your, uh, your Omar Bravo, uh, avatar. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's not Omar Bravo. <laughs> That's Paul Aguilar. It looks Hero. like uh, it looks like uh, it looks like Omar Bravo, but uh, no, anyway. But we do thank you, Fernando, and uh, you. I don't even know who who does who does who, who does Monterrey play this weekend. Monterrey. Yeah. Uh, hold on, let me check. Oh, it's a sigh right now, and I totally forgot now. Play Santos. Ooh, yes. really? Oh man, see, we should have had you guys that's, do our your your annual bet. That's why I forgot. <laughs> because I think you won the bet last time, so maybe it was it should have been double or not. It was it was a big bet too. It was like two hundred bucks or something like that. Wasn't it something crazy? Yeah, but but he didn't. Uh, but Joel didn't take it. No, it wasn't Joel. It was Dan that. The... Oh yeah, no, it was twenty dollars. Oh, twenty. Oh, see, I thought I was see. You know, I'm trying to make good radio. So, yeah, it was like a thousand dollars. Twenty dollars. He did step away already, so it's too late. Yeah. Okay. Well, we do appreciate it, uh, Fernando, and good luck. Uh, that game is going to be Sunday, so uh, we'll see how that uh, how that how that turns out. How that turns out for you. 
Joel Chivas, uh, you said you're gonna miss it. You should DVR it, Joel. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one. I should do the what? You should DVR it, or at least put it on your phone. You can watch it. Are you are you going somewhere where you're gonna be at a desk, or you're gonna be like helping people? No, I am helping people, but I probably do have to download the app. So if they ask you a question, go, hey, cállate, cállate, estoy viendo mis chivas. That that <laughs> that wouldn't work. Would that, would no, that, no, would that I, be frowned I could, upon? I could probably catch like. The last minutes of the second half. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll you'll get. That. I'm sure you'll be keeping up with it as you always seem to do. So good luck with that, and uh, thanks for joining us, Joel, on on the uh, Cantina Mekis podcast. And and uh, for those of you that uh, that listen to us uh, on a regular basis, Joel and I do have a column that we write together called the Gentleman's Agreement, which we got to. Uh, we did uh, put another one up. I believe it's on Footmexnation. Uh, com so we can uh, if you guys want to read up on that we uh, would certainly appreciate also it. the daily goat on it's you- on the daily goat i know also the daily goat on facebook the facebook page Check oh you put it on the daily by the way Juan, i gotta talk to you about your, your daily goat page <laughs> you gotta put more it needs more goat <laughs> more goat less players <laughs> if, if you can find goat pictures that are that are Ex- uh, exemplary of, of what it is that you're riding, like like a happy goats or sad goats, or no, but it was confusing people. And but it's so funny. Did a good job. That's what makes it so <laughs> great. You're thinking it was the goat page for actual goats. He he did a good job on the on the Brisuela goat though. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, see, see, see if, if you could find more pictures like that, it would be, uh, it, it would be a great way to describe to describe the. Uh, you know the, the 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 current mood of of, of Chivas. So, well, what you need to do, Juan, is you need to get your own goat, and you need to train him. You need to like you know give him direction while you're taking the pictures. Show me a little more anger, you know, and get the goat to you know. So that's, that's true. Yeah. That, that is that, true. That would solve your problems. But anyway, Juan, thank you very much for joining us. Thank, thank you, Ronnie. I hope that. Uh, your 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 America the snap out of I st- I do think they'll make the league. I think La Volpe is going to stay, and uh, at least for this season. But uh, it might be time for him to move on after that. And I'm thinking you'd be perfectly fine with that. Uh, I just you know I just don't want I, I don't want a big signing coach. You know I want someone either from the from the team from the club itself or or. or, or you know, or, or someone that's familiar with the league. I, I just think going with a foreign coach just for the sake of bringing in someone that's, you know, the flavor of their month, been there, done that, you know? Yeah, well, America does that on a, on a pretty – well, at least they used to on a pretty – They used to. They used to. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but – Well, we'll just, see what happens. I mean, I do think that La Volpe – I do think that this will be his last season, so uh... – We'll see what direction, and like you said, I mean, there's obviously a bit of a power struggle going on, here. and you, uh, we'll see who wins. The... Did you? Uh, I was actually reading right now before uh, that apparently the stadium for Leon uh, oh, belongs to Cermeño. Yeah, remember that that the, the, that old the old owner, which yeah, he, he claims, which he's claimed that he never that he never sold the club, and he claims that it's still his team. So it's, it's just only in the MF, Holy League. I believe it, Ron. What? <laughs> no, I I believe him because it sold it sold for four million. Well, it, it, it's funny because keep in mind how is it that this tends to happen in Mexico? Because you still had Chivas AC 
saying that, that Chivas was theirs, and the courts said, yes, you're right. Yeah. It's still, it's still yours. So to me, it seems that uh, – and, and, and those power struggles happened in Puebla. They've happened in quite a different, you know, different clubs. And uh, <laughs> I just thought, I just, I was just uh, surprised because. So I, he I, still I, thinks it's his. As he like, is it like, like trying no, to show no, up it, at the owner's box? No, they, 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 they responded in his favor. You yeah, know, that the stadium is his. So oh, if, really? the stadium, if the stadium is his, I mean, the team is still should, technically should be his still. And, and I think, and I think what happened and to give to Vergara credit. credit you know, because technically Vergara owns Chivas de Corazón SA, you know, SA, and, and they're basically playing under Chivas de Corazón or whatever. You know, they're they're, <laughs> they're not they're not playing under they're not they're not, they're not yeah they're not playing under Chivas you know AC <laughs> fucking sneaky bastards. <laughs> hey Don, yes, Are you seeing these uh, top ten Tuca goals. Oh, uh, actually, I'm, I'm, I don't get to watch, but I'm, I'm sure they're all terrific, man. He, yeah, he <laughs> is. Hey, 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 speaking of Tuca, you know, I had to go back to my, uh, what is it, my Maester, you know, from, what was that uh, reference to? Uh, oh, the Game Citadel? Of Thro- the Grand Maester Ronnie? Grand Maester? <laughs> you know, Tuca, Tuca actually, you know, although it's not known, dude, he he was quite the goal scorer. Uh, he, he, he got the second, you know, second place, you know, a couple times. Uh, and goal scored, you know. No, believe me, I'm. And that's. I mean, Tuca had. Uh, he had a wicked shot. There's no question. It was. Yeah. It, he had a bazooka. It was. It was. It was. He was. He was a fun player. Uh, I do. Uh, I wish I could see the top ten uh, Tuca goals. I'm sure that would be terrific. But uh, at last, we'll have to wait for another day, and uh, we will. I'm assuming that, uh, and I have to look in the calendar, but I do think that uh, next week we should have. We should have a team that we can talk about uh, as far as the uh, call ups. For the national team, where or it'll probably come out, uh, or it'll there's probably a, come out the next day. So it'll it'll, 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 it'll be. Yeah, I I think there, there's rumors that there's that player for the to, to, uh, Cholos who's Colombian slash Mexican. Well, homeboy said that the, he he wouldn't call him because he's Colombian, which frankly is, is like a ridiculous excuse. <clears throat> whatever. I guess he's he's worried about what what that would. I don't know. If he's good enough and he's Mexican, then you can call him up, dude. Doesn't matter. But that's just me. Well, he's from Colombia, man. He might know. He might know something that we don't know. I'll. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure what that means, but. Uh, that that was a. Uh, that was a, a John Maddenism. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, everybody, thank y'all very much for joining us. Uh, uh, thanks to you panel for joining us uh, we really do appreciate it and we'll talk to you guys next week here on the cantina next podcast again listen to us live every wednesday night on youtube or you can download this and all of our previous editions of the cantina mx podcast and the podcast center on itunes and also on google play thank you everybody for listening uh, my name is john jagu we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs>